This morning I'm actually talking about good news. And we've just had we've had a series of good news. You can sort of consider this the uh, the uh, another um, episode of that. It's almost it's like the grand finale. And it's been a uh, it's, we've had some tough years, and the good news has been a bit thin on the ground at times. But I've got some good news to share with you this morning. Who likes to hear good news? Anyone? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good. I'm glad. Um, there's always, it is always good to hear great news, maybe of a new baby coming into the world, um, maybe a new job, um, a good health report that's come through that you might have been worrying about. People who have been through these things know the relief of having good news and the, and the joy that, that that gives. In fact, I just saw a website it's called The Good News Network, and all it talks about are good news stories. It focuses on good news. People can share stories of kindness, of uh, amazing customer service, or just a good news story that some, of something they've experienced and happen, happened to them. The main emphasis is sharing positive news. This is what the quote is on the website sharing positive news stories from around the globe to provide a daily dose of hope for millions of people. Hope for millions. Isn't that the good news that we profess, that we want to share? And Christmas time is a time we celebrate the arrival of the good news, the good news of hope for all mankind in Christ. This is the good news declared by the angels that Anita read out this morning in, uh, in Luke 2. I'll remind you of those words. The angel said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Can you imagine just being put in the position of the shepherds, suddenly this miraculous appearance, this angel. Great news that will cause great joy for all people. How would you respond to that? I hope you would be a bit excited. How do we respond to the news of the Saviour? Are we still filled with joy? Do we still get excited? Or have we lost a bit of that true meaning? With all the busyness of Christmas, the materialism, the organising, the trips that you might have to do, does it start to get a little bit tiring? Have we lost that joy? I pray that the true meaning can be still real to you that that good news declared by the angels is still true and real in your lives. The Messiah, the Anointed One, foretold by the prophets, a hope for the nation. The Son of God had become a man to provide a way of salvation, a way back to God. This morning we're going to look at some different responses to this amazing news. 
of the newborn child. And this we're going to look at um, Matthew 2, the next slide, uh, verses 1 to 12. I'll read it out to you. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked from where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied. For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they'd heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose, uh, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. And they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened the treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having them warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Let's just uh, take a moment in prayer as we uh, consider these verses this morning. Dear Lord, we, uh, we thank you for the record of this amazing time of the birth of your son that has come to earth as a man, Lord. We thank you. And what that means as a way of salvation and bringing us back into communion with you. We thank you for these words, these timeless words written in your word, Lord. And we thank you. Lord, we, I pray that we can be challenged this morning and we look anew upon the scriptures before us. Amen. So I want to look at three different reactions to, these, uh, to this newborn king, the news of this baby Jesus, the Messiah. Firstly, there was the response of the Magi. And then we'll see what, how Herod responded and then the chief priests and the knowledgeable teachers of the law. Firstly, the Magi. They came from the east some time after the birth of Jesus. And they, they came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and have come to worship him. So the Magi were not kings as often reported. And there weren't necessarily three of them as reported. But they were wise men, probably astrologers. And they were from the east from foreign lands. So once again, God uses the unexpected to announce the arrival of the Messiah. Firstly, those lowly shepherds in their fields. 
And now in the night, a star in the night sky has drawn astrologers from foreign lands. They weren't Jews. These were foreigners. But they'd seen the star and God used them to, um, to announce the arrival of the king to Herod and to the Jewish leaders. What were their intentions once the child was found? They'd come to worship him. as pure and simple. God had spoken to them. He'd revealed himself to them. And they wanted to come and worship this child. As you can imagine, the star did not give a precise location. And the wise men ended up in Jerusalem, which was the center of, of, of it was the capital. It wasn't unreasonable to come to the capital to look for a king, surely. At least they could find directions where he might be found. Surely the Herod and the Jewish leaders would know about the birth and point them in the right direction. The Magi responded to the, to the call of God and went on to seek this baby. This is a different response to what we see with Herod. Herod's response, he was disturbed. And all of Jerusalem with him. This was Herod the Great. Herod who was wealthy, politically gifted, yet very ruthless. The announcement of a new king did not please him. He'd been constantly on guard against threats to his rule. And he even assassinated his wife and son as they were a threat to him. He, he accused them of disloyalty. So it's not surprising that later on we see that uh, Herod purged all maybe babies less than two years old in Bethlehem. The, the declaration that he too wanted to worship this child was obviously a ruse, a, a falsehood. His intention was to kill baby Jesus. This jealousy was probably the reason why all of Jerusalem would be disturbed also. The people of Jerusalem would rightly fear the paranoid outburst that would come from Herod upon hearing of another king. In summary, Herod was hostile to this good news. What about the chief priests and the teachers of the law? The next slide, thanks. These are men that knew the scriptures and what the prophets had foretold. They did not openly oppose this good news, the good news of the Christ child. They opposed Christ later, of course. But they simply ignored the announcement. Like most people in this world today, they let it go past you know, Jerusalem was only 10 kilometers. Sorry, Bethlehem was only 10 k's from Jerusalem. An hour and a half. Maybe 45 minutes if you want to run. 
yet they made no effort to visit this new baby. No effort to investigate the claims of the Magi. You know, when our granddaughter was born earlier this year, Jen and I were in Albany in less than 24 hours. I can tell you, 900 Ks, we weren't hanging around. Do you think if I said to Jen, ah, maybe we'll let this one pass. We'll just wait, wait for the next one, we'll go down. Do you think that would have been well received? We were excited as our first grandchild. We were down there as soon as we could, as soon as we were able. Yet the religious leaders of the day were only 10 k's away and no, made no effort to go and investigate, to go and see this claim. They were indifferent to the possibility, indifferent to the chance that the Messiah had been born, that Messiah that the prophets had prophesied about for centuries. They were able to recite the words of Micah, which had written 700 years earlier that the child would be born in Bethlehem. They would have known the words of Isaiah, Isaiah 9, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. They would have known those words. They would have known the words of Isaiah 7. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son who will be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God is with us. Not just a deity out there somewhere, but with us. God himself. Yet they were not motivated enough to go and find out for themselves. To find that wonderful counsellor, everlasting father. Prince of Peace. Maybe they thought if the Messiah had been born, they'd be the first to know. Why would he let some pagans from the East find out about it before they knew? Surely not. They recited the scriptures and satisfied Herod's demands. The chief priests and the scribes were indifferent to the news but they retained their religious respectability. The Magi, however, had travelled from afar to an uncertain destination and worshipped a child they didn't even know or hadn't heard of before. Now, some commentaries suggest it could have been a journey of one to two months can you imagine the size of the caravan? It wasn't, I mean, just three camels. They had to bring all their requirements for such a big journey. And verse 9 in Matthew goes on to tell us that they went on their way after speaking to Herod. And the star had, they had seen went when it rose ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. They were excited. Their journey was coming to its climax. 
And on coming to the house, they saw this little baby, the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshipped him. And they opened their gifts and presented them to him. The Magi were overjoyed at the news. They were excited. They bowed down and worshipped the baby. They had sought him out despite the uncertainty, despite the distance, despite the great cost of getting there. Yet the chief priests did none of this. So I've seen three different responses this morning. Responses still typical of people today. Either hatred or indifference or, of, or hostility. Maybe just indifference. I've heard the story before. Or is it of great joy of seeking and searching out the truth and worshipping the Son? How do you respond to that good news? Do you still get excited and overjoyed? I pray that we aren't getting desensitised. The miracle, the miracle birth, the life, the resurrection of the Saviour. I pray that it brings joy to you today. I want to return to the story of the shepherds in the field. On the next slide. And how they responded to the angels' news. You know, it's a bit of an, ex um, an example to us all. I'll reread um, verses 15 to 20 of Luke 2. When the angels had left them, this is to the shepherds, and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, and he was lying in the manger. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, and they were just as they and just as they'd been told. This response is an example for us all. Firstly, they went quickly without delay. They went to seek out the truth of what they'd heard. They didn't just lay back and be indifferent. After finding the baby, they believe um, baby Jesus. They went and told others the good news. They were excited. They wanted others to know. They couldn't keep it to themselves. And thirdly, they glorified and worshipped this newborn king. This Christmas, let's get excited about our saviour. God himself has come to earth to rescue us from his, from his father's wrath. Philippians 2 reminds us, he says, he made himself nothing 
by taking on the nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. There was a song, and I can't remember who sang it, but he was born to die. But that's part of the good news. Because he didn't just die, he rose again. Paying the price. Providing a way of salvation. This rescue mission was planned before the foundations of the world. God had directed history so that his plan would come about. He left the throne in heaven and was born as a man in a manger because there was no place for him in the inn. He lived a perfect life but went to the cross to die so that we may have life. Let's not forget the good news of Christmas. Thank you. Let's just pray. Dear Lord, we do thank you for good news. And at times it can be hard to find, but Lord, let us count our blessings. Seek out the good news that cannot be taken away from us. That you loved us so much you sent your only son so that we may live. We thank you for that little child born in that manger so many years ago. I pray that we can respond like the shepherds. That we can get excited and then we can share that good news with others. We thank you. Amen.